Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to Save Your Sanity Podcast. I'm Dr. Roberta Shaler. Are you living with the chaos, confusion, and uncertainty that a toxic person loves to create? Is a partner, parent, ex, sibling, child, or coworker causing you to second-guess yourself? That can be crazy-making. I'm here to help you save your sanity. So let's get down to it and figure some things out now. Stay tuned. Hello, and welcome to Save Your Sanity Livestream. I'm Dr. Roberta Shaler. I'm so glad that you're here with me today. If you're returning because you have visited me before here, I'm so glad you found value and returned. And if you're new, you've just found this. I'm so glad that you did because I'm here to help you with toxic relationships, to understand them, to recognize what's going on, to realize the impact, and to find ways, strategies, tools, skills to recover from them. So today, we're going to be talking about a particular topic, as usual. We're going to be talking about feeling trapped. Two big things that you can give up that you may not realize that you're doing. And that's an important thing to do. If you enjoy this podcast, please consider becoming a Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash saveyoursanity and you can pledge a dollar, five dollars, whatever you like per month to make sure that the podcast stays running. So thank you so much for doing that. And you can find other um, editions, other episodes of Save Your Sanity by going to SaveYourSanityPodcast.com. SaveYourSanityPodcast.com. Easy to remember. Lots and lots of episodes there for you. That'll keep you busy listening for quite a long time. So we have some issues going on. You might feel trapped. And so many people who are with hijackals, you know, hijackals is my trademark term for people who have narcissistic, sociopathic, psychopathic, borderline tendencies in their lives, and they can be a bit crazy making. So rather than have you think you can diagnose them, I just created a term, hijackals. It talks about the patterns, traits, cycles, and behavior of these toxic people. And that's all you really need to know because you want to stop participating in the crazy making, right? So that's what we're up to here. So today, as I said, we're going to talk about feeling trapped. Two big things that you can give up that you may not realize you're doing. Things that happen so early in the relationship that you may have just been doing them as a matter of course. You're not even thinking about them anymore. They got installed early in the process. Now, one of the things that's true when you're feeling trapped is that you think, Perhaps someone else has power over you. And in the case of hijackals, that's their biggest thrill to think that they have power over you and that they think you think they have power over you even better. 
even better. They love the fact that you may be afraid of them, that you may be afraid of displeasing them or on the other side, that you super want to please them, that you're constantly trying to do what they want you to do. Every time they tell you that something would be better, you do it and then they move the marker, right? It's not good enough or something else is wrong. And this goes on and on and on. There's no stopping when you're in a relationship with a hijackal. These things just go on and on and on. Now, <clears throat> these two things that I want to talk to you about, like I said, you may not have even thought about them in a long time because they got installed when you met the hijackal. And that's true whether that hijackal is your parent or a partner or whomever they are in your life. And so here's the first one, and that is to ideal, idolize somebody. Now, we come by that naturally. To idolize means in the Cambridge Dictionary or the Oxford Dictionary to admire and respect someone very much, often too much. Okay, just to be very, very clear, that's the Cambridge Dictionary. So to idolize is to admire and respect someone very much, often too much. So where does that start? Well, children idolize their parents, right? They have to. I mean, that's the whole thing that, that you have a parent. That person is there to help you survive. You know you need them. You look up to them. You wait for them to pick you up. You wait for them to smile at you. You wait for them to cuddle you. They wait for them to feed you, change your diaper, move you from one place to the other. You're totally dependent and you idolize those giants in your life. You idolize them. You admire them. You respect them. You have to. Otherwise, you would not have a hope of surviving. So it gets installed very early and is related to hope. You know, you hope that this person is going to take care of you. You hope that this person is has your best interest at heart. Isn't that true of the hijackal? You really, really hope that they had your best interest at heart. You hoped that they loved you. They hoped that they found you attractive. You hoped that they would invite you to be part of their life. And so naturally and healthily, when we're creating a relationship, that's what we want. We want to learn about each other. We want to be able to fit together, not make too many compromises, but care enough to tone some things down and amp some things up. We figure that all out. And if we're smart, we take quite a while to do that in a relationship. But when you're with a hijackal, they show you their best self. They show you everything they think you will like. They show you that they get you, that they want to talk to you, that they want to hear from you, that they're interested in you. Right. And all those things are going on. And you feel like, wow, this is great. I found this fabulous person. And so you begin to idolize. You begin to respect and admire them too much. And you fail to see the things that are not respectful, not respectable, and not admirable because you get hooked into that idolizing place. 
And children, of course, as I said, they get into that because they have to, but you get into it because you hope they'll like you. You hope that they will be engaged with you and you start giving more credence to what they think of you than what you think of yourself. And that's a trap. It's a trap. And that's why I'm talking today about when you feel trapped, because these things happen to you. And if you're in an idolizing situation and you've kind of forgotten how you got there, I want you to think about that today. That you started to think this person, this man or woman is the be all, the end all. I want to please them. I want them to like me. I want them to need me. I want them to want me. I want all of that. And I want it to be reciprocal. And so you get very, very engaged. Now, hijackles are tricky because they front load relationships. They give you everything you want in the beginning. It's like they see you with x-ray vision. They know exactly how to please you. They know how to do it all. But as I said in my book, Escaping the Hijackle Trap, that's the gotcha factor. They can only keep that up for so long. Then they want to move along. They want to nail down the relationship. They want to nail you down so they can move on and do what it is that they do best, which is think only of themselves. So you may have been in that idolization phase. Then you whipped into a full-time relationship or even more dastardly, you ended up having a baby together and now you feel like there's some connection and there's there's a whole lot of stuff that is hard to slog through because now look at all these connections. So idolizing is one piece of it. That's the one big thing. The other big thing is to idealize somebody. And that's different than idolizing somebody. To idealize them is to think of or represent someone as better than the person is as actually better than you see in reality. And because you got hooked on hope in the beginning with the idolizing, you may still find yourself way down in the bottom there underneath all the pain and shame and blame and suffering. You may find that you still have them somewhat idealized. You actually think they're better than they are. Now that's difficult because they're showing you that they are not that wonderful person, and yet an old pattern that you established in all that hope of idolizing them is unexamined. You're not having a good look at it to see, is that actually true? Is that actually what's happening? Do I actually like this person? Is there anything about this person that I like? Or have I been so eroded that now I'm only concerned if they like me? And that gets very upside down and it doesn't feel good at all. Because when when you're idolizing someone, it gets related to hope. Like they're going to like me. It's going to be good. It's going to be a big, happy relationship. Everything is going to get better. All things will improve with time. We will learn to like each other. He or she will stop behaving as though I don't matter. And you get all caught up in that hope. But idealizing, that's related to fear and denial that the person that you're actually seeing and experiencing is not what's true. 
and you've got them on this pedestal thinking that they are this other person and all the evidence in reality tells you that they're not. So we've got to bring those two things together, what they are actually doing now and how they hooked you on, on idolizing them in the beginning and get up to date, get up to speed with all that because that is just not the case. Once you start feeling trapped, you have slipped over into a place where your reality no longer matches your idealization of that person. Do you see that? That you're, the reality, the day-to-day -day reality, when you really just strip it down and look at the behaviors and how you feel, does not match what you were hoping for. Does not match what you even maybe still telling yourself is possible. And we have to get a really clear look far away from idealization. Who is this person? How do they actually behave? What do they say? What do they do? You know, I have a whole course on my website. You can go there for relationshiphelp.com. And it's called Seeing the Cycles. So that you can actually work it through. There's videos there and worksheets and questions and all. So you can work these things through. So go to fourrelationshiphelp.com if this is ringing a bell for you and work it through now. Don't put it off. Work it through now. Get up to date with what's really going on. So it's very important for us to get that we may be operating on an old idea that this person was going to get better, that this person was going to change, that this person was going to like us more, that this person was going to come to respect us. And usually exactly the opposite has happened. But we're living in that old pattern. We're trapped in that old pattern of idolizing and idealizing the hijackal. So this is a big wake-up call today. You know, as I like to say, wake up and smell the herbal tea. What's really happening here? is that the person that you fell in love with is not the real person. And you're being trapped by, first of all, by your old idea about who this person is and that it's your task to make them like you or your task to change so they will like you or approve of you. And you know what? They're dedicated to not doing that. I really have to share that with you. They are absolutely dedicated to not approving of you, not appreciating you, not spending time with you, not wanting to move into a place of equality, reciprocity, and mutuality. You know, each time I mention that such an important episode, 115, the three must-haves for a healthy adult relationship, you must have equality, reciprocity, and mutuality. Go listen to 115. If you don't have those, those are the foundations of a healthy relationship. And when you're with a hijackal, they're not there. And the hijackal has no intention of allowing them to be there. What do you mean equal with me? Are you kidding? No, my needs are more important than your needs. My wants are more important than your wants. My thoughts are more important. And I don't care about your feelings. That's how hijackals roll. 
So it's very important for you to notice. And, you know, just a little side note on this. In 2009, um, there was a book written by Jean Twenge and Keith Campbell, and they called it The Narcissism Epidemic, Living in the Age of Entitlement. It's very, very interesting because they say that their idea of where narcissism in this epidemic came from is, first of all, from parenting. Secondly, from our celebrity culture. Third, from media and internet. And fourth, from easy credit. Now, I'm not going to talk about all those things, but I'm going to talk about the parenting because I don't want you to feel badly because someone had poor parenting. You can't make up for it. And if you are dating, just a little aside, if you are dating someone and you meet their parents and you don't like their parents, step back and have a big think. Step back and notice, is that person showing any signs of being like the parents you don't like? Watch for that because parenting is the number one cause of the narcissism epidemic, according to this book. And there is this thing called narcissistic overconfidence. You know about it, right? I mean, they're always right. They're always on top of things. They're always dismissing other people, diminishing other people, discounting you, and all that keeps going on. And in that uh, narcissistic overconfidence, they think that you'll adore them no matter what they do. And they expect you to do that. And they think you'll want to please them and that you'll want to give up things for them and do things for them and put them first. And, and in that, of course, you would never leave them because they're so wonderful. That's not true. I hope that's certainly not true because you need to calibrate whether or not you can stay. The cost of staying with someone who treats you badly is very, very, very high. And in 2009, the statistics were that diagnosed people, people who were actually diagnosed with narcissistic personality disorder. Now, remember, diagnosed means that they actually went and said to somebody, I think something's wrong with me. And you know, they're not going to go. So diagnosed means that the person was either had a 730 eval for a divorce, they went to a prison, they went to a hospital for some other reason, and they were diagnosed. So the majority of people who actually have any tendencies toward that disorder are not diagnosed. So just think about the statistic that in a study in the U.S. in 2009, of the people who were diagnosed, who actually went, one in 16 had narcissistic personality disorder. So think about all the undiagnosed people, and maybe you'll find that you're with one. And it's really time to stop, to give up the denial that you are with a person who has a problem and that you can do anything to fix it. A, a hijackal does not want to be fixed because there's nothing wrong with him or her in their estimation. And secondly, you can't fix them because you didn't break them. And it's very important for you to know that. So big question, are you idolizing or idealizing or both a hijackal? 
And it's more likely that you're idealizing them, that you have decided to give them way more credit than they deserve. So it's time for a really big, big, big reality check. Are you ready for that? Because these are really important things. Let's ask ourselves this question. Do you like them? Do you actually like this human? Do you know my mother and my father were both different kinds of hijackals? And I'm an only child, so I got to see all this right up close and personal with nobody else in the way. And I used to say to my mother, who was an overt hijackal, everybody knew she was awful. And she would say, you know, things that, that were just outrageous. She was racist. She was difficult. Oh, so many things. And the fact was, I didn't like her. And later on in life, before she passed, you know, I said to her one day when she was being outrageous, I said, you know, mom, if I ever met you at a networking meeting or out in the world, you wouldn't be my first choice to invite to have coffee. And basically, I was saying to her, I don't like you. And I was happy to say that anyway, but I didn't like her. So why would I care what she thought about me? I didn't like who she was. Why would I care what she thought about me? You might want to ask yourself that question because you may be waiting for the approval of someone you don't like. So do you like them? Big question. Second question. Do you want your children to be like them? Do you want your children to have this model all the time of a human and a human in relationship with you? Do you want your kids to think that this is the way a relationship, a loving, respectful relationship runs? Reality check. No. You don't want your children to experience what you're experiencing, do you? But if you have idealized the hijackal, if you've made them way better than they are, right? And remember what it means to admire and respect someone often too much. So do you want your children to become like them? Here's another reality check. Do you allow yourself to see their faults or do you make their faults your fault? Because a hijackal will definitely make everything your fault. But are you taking it in? Are you actually taking it in and saying, oh, yes, I'm a failure. I don't do anything right. I can't ever get anything right. Yes, I'm, I'm a mess. Don't let someone put you in that position. Examine yourself. Is this in any way okay with you? And do you allow yourself to see the faults in the other person? That they're mean, they're nasty, they're undermining. They treat other people. They speak of other people in nasty ways. They diminish and demean people. They diminish and demean you. But if you are idolizing them or idealizing them, you still got them on that pedestal and you're waiting for them to, to deign to like you. And that is nowhere near equality. And that will not serve you well. And you have to see their faults. 
Otherwise, you won't be able to say, it's not okay with me to be treated that way. And then, you know, another thing that people do once they've been hooked on a hijackal or hooked by a hijackal is that they make excuses for the hijackal's poor behavior. Oh, they're under stress. Oh, they had a bad childhood. Oh, they don't have any money right now. Oh, they're afraid they're losing their job. They're run down. They're tired. Whatever excuses you're making, stop and have a look at those. That's not good. You are making them better than they are. That's idealizing them. They're human. They have to cope with life. Stop making excuses for them. Stop thinking that what they are doing is more important than what you are doing. What they are feeling or thinking is more important than what you are feeling or thinking. Stop that. And do you believe it when they tell you everything is your fault? Because that can be very trapping. You can get very trapped into believing them. And I'm inviting you to take a big step back. You know, when I work with my clients and I work with clients all over the world, and if you want to talk to me, I have an introductory offer for only $97 for a full hour so that we can talk. And you can find that at beaclient.com beaclient.com. When I'm working with my clients, we want to have a really good look at if you're believing when they tell you things are your fault, because that's how they keep you down. They keep you feeling small and diminished and discounted. You're bad. You're wrong. You don't see things clearly. That's the whole idea of gaslighting. They tell you what you think and feel and need and want and prefer and remember. And they take that over. Don't let them do that. Don't let them do that. And if you have them idealized, you will think they know better. There will be a part of you that thinks that they have a clearer view of life and of you. That's what they want you to think. But it's not true. It's not true. So I hope this has been enlightening for you, that you think about idealizing and idolizing and whether or not you've done that. Because you would have done it in the beginning and you kind of set and forget. And if that happened, it's time to wake up and have a good look and decide to reset in a healthier direction. It is definitely time for a shift. Way to get your mind turned around. Way to move in a better direction. A way to move toward health. You deserve to have healthy adult relationships that are based in equality, mutuality, and reciprocity. And if they are not, let's work together to figure out what's up, what can improve, what can't improve, and what are your best next steps just go to beaclient.com if you want to talk to me directly or come on over to fourrelationshiphelp.com, click on circles and join my membership program. When you're a growth circle member, you can join in my Saturday support sessions. Every Saturday in our group, we talk about things. You can ask your questions. And in the meantime, take very good care of yourself. Go over and listen to other Save Your Sanity podcast editions. You can get them at SaveYourSanityPodcast.com or wherever you like to download your podcasts. And of course, you'll always find me at 4RelationshipHelp.com. That's also the name of my YouTube channel, 4RelationshipHelp. So until we speak again, take very good care of yourself. Be very kind to yourself. Be loving to yourself. 
validate yourself because you do matter no matter what a hijackal tells you. Thank you for joining me on the Save Your Sanity podcast today. I hope you've had some new insights, some ideas and strategies to help you gain clarity and confidence for moving forward toward greater emotional health and safety. You deserve that, and so do your children. If you found value here and would like to support this podcast with a dollar or five each month, please do so at patreon.com slash saveyoursanity. Learn more about how to work with me via video conference, join my optimized circles, or subscribe to this podcast and my YouTube channel at my website, transformingrelationship.com. Talk soon.